and welcome to Trust and Evil. I'm Bryony. And I'm Sam. And we are on case number eight. Yeah, part uh, two. Part two, series three. Blah, 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 blah. Series three, <laughs> part two, episode eight. Yeah. We just did it backwards. Cause Doesn't matter. Special. We're a bit backwards. Yeah, so this is a late one because it's my fault, basically. <laughs> I'm just blaming it on me. Yeah, everything's your fault. Yeah, so it's late. So we're a few days late on this one. So we asked, we all Lukey did just apologise for that. Yeah, life. Yeah, life happened. And I had it all printed out and I didn't bring it with me. So now I've got to do it <laughs> technically the complete wrong way around. Read it off your phone. But it's fine. It will be work. fine. Yeah, it will exactly. work. So we're talking about the taxi driver and he was called Christopher Halliwell. Halliwell. Do you know, I just think of doing just both, I do. Do you know that? I just don't understand how we didn't know about this case. I don't know. Not okay. Because like, it's English. Yeah. It's not that long ago. Yeah. So, he was obviously, I can't quite remember what we got to in the last one. So he, yeah, so he had been sentenced to 25 years for, yeah, he's, he'd been sentenced for 25 years for the murder of Shana Callahan. So in this part, we're going to discuss how Christopher used his job as a taxi driver to, to um, so he trapped Sean in his car. He then took her to the forest where he brutally murdered her. When he realised how much evidence they had on him, he ended up pleading guilty, and so he was given 25 years for right. that. And okay. he had loads of evidence, he had his car and everything. So right. he was, and he told them where the body was. Yeah. So, that kind of points to being guilty, yeah. Yeah, so now Becky's case. So obviously there was two bodies found. Um, he told them that you're going to find two bodies there. He was right. open and honest. But, so this is where it gets complicated because the detective working the case, so it got Chris to confess and the detective thought that Sean might still be alive. So he wanted to do an interview in the back of a car. Now they can do this. And if it's like to save lives, like mm. at risk of life, or there's a few factors in as in why they can do this. Um, and when Christopher admitted to killing two women, this was obviously not what the officers had in mind. They just thought it was like one person. Yeah. So, you know, it must have been a, a bit of a minefield. So it's a it's a P ten eleven and it's used with it's used by police to start an instant interview with a suspect if you believe there is like risk of like I said, a risk of life. A PAC Act Police Criminal Evidence Act nineteen eighty four was implemented to protect people's rights. Also they can remain silent. So if you're not read your rights, you don't know what you can and can't say. Like mm. It says in your rights that like you have the right to remain, remain silent, silent, you have the right da, 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 for, da, 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 you know, you, lawyers. They, yeah, all that crap. Well, he wasn't given, they didn't do this. And this was like a senior detective that mm-hmm. did this, so... It's a hell of a mistake to make. Yeah, it? exactly. But at the same time, I think he really, he didn't, honestly didn't have no idea they were going to find two bodies. No. I think he really did think that they might be able to find her alive. I yeah. do think he had that hope. Well, yeah, he wouldn't have done the interview, I guess. No. If, if he... So I think as much as he fucked up, I feel like he was really trying. He did try, yeah. yeah. So Chris was arrested and he was driven back to Bar- Barbary Castle. Barbary? Barbary Castle. <laughs> To have the face-to-face talk with detectives. Now, this detective was called Detective Fletcher. If anyone wants to go and Google him, you can. Is this the guy you like? Well, I mean, he's a bit stupid, but he's right. all right. You know what I mean? I feel like he did try. Yeah. He did really try. And, he, and like, Becky's mum said that, like, he was always on her side. Like, mm. always really trying to do everything he could to, like, bring her to justice. Mile. Yeah, yeah. But her dad says complete opposite. Oh, really? So, <laughs> depends who, what. I feel like you're either on his side or you're not. Yeah. I don't know where I stand. I'm like a bit <laughs> iffy. 
Um, so you can hear Christopher and he asked for a lawyer um, and he wasn't offered one. He then asked to go to the station. And all this is recorded, yeah? Yeah, and he's like, I want to go to the station. Why are you taking me to the station? I probably could find it and do it as a clip, but I just feel like I don't really want to hear his voice because he's a prick. Oh. But yeah, you know, he's like... Um, when are we going to the station? I want to go to the station. And he's like, oh, you know, we just do, like, tell me this, tell me that, and then we'll take you to the station. Mm-hmm. So he's already fucked up because he, he's asked for a lawyer and he's asked to go to the station. So Why didn't you know. they get him a lawyer? Did they, did well, because they, they were doing it in the back of the car. They were, like, just, they were doing that quick interview in the back of the car. Right. Um, And he's a bit, like, he he's he's definitely narcissistic. So he'll tell you stuff. Like, mm. he knew he was cool. So he was like, I'm going to tell him they're going to find two bodies there. Mm. Um. And he knew he was caught. And then there is an interview that I will play of him and they're trying to get him to admit to, like, killing Becky. And he's such an arrogant prick. Mm. Like, he's like, well, I'll tell you what you want to hear, but you're, you have to do something for me first. Yeah. Like, Fuck off, Fuck prick. Off. <laughs> so anyway, so, um, yeah, he asked for a lawyer, wasn't given one. Um, and this confession that was done, that they basically say it was coerced. So... Mm. And you've got people fighting for him. He's got the right I at guess the end of the day. Coerced, maybe, but he admitted to a murder that they had no idea about. So, yeah. how coerced? Because he wasn't read his rights and they were sort of like egging him along. Mm. You know, like, you tell us what we need to know and we'll take you to the station. Yeah. You tell us where this is. You tell us this. You tell us that. It was I mean, you could get me mishandled. in the back of the car and I could say, oh, there's two bodies buried over there. Yeah. And there might well be two bodies buried under there. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, how, you know, it's one of those yeah. things, isn't it? Yeah, so because they didn't caution him before they spoke to him, they said that this was a breach to section of the PAC Act in section 78, and this was how they got the confession and the location of the body and how they found her. This would have been basically ineffective in trial. Mm-hmm. So, so even the confession though, is useless. Yeah, even though they've everyone knows it. And this is why it's so frustrating mm-hmm. because and as soon as then he got a lawyer and they told him mate don't say anything mm. and you'll be all right sort of thing yeah you know he's like ah, i can get, i've got where i want him now so becky's mom was just relieved that she finally got to bring home her daughter and it wasn't how she wanted it to go but she was just she knew that she'd gone missing and she did everything i don't know if i said it in the last one if i say it in this one but she was so good how she um because obviously becky was had drug problems so she yeah. would go off on on time like time time but she'd always come back and she got like she went to local charities and local homeless shelters and she was like giving out her becky photo becky's mum yeah giving out her photo like say asking she's really proactive and i think what happened was the reason why so many people came forward in her trial because it was so long ago mm. after it would happen. She was missing for years, wasn't yeah, she? Before, yeah, yeah. And it was so long ago, but I think it's because Becky's mum like was basically going round showing her picture, like yeah. saying, "Do you know this girl? Have you seen this girl?" Like, and it jogged people's mind. Yeah. And I honestly do think like her mum was amazing. So anyway, on October the twelfth, Christopher's daughter urged her father to do the right thing and give. Becky's family justice. So then, after that, in November the tw- two thousand twelve, a petition to review the law on the police procedures is launched by Becky's mum Karen. So I call her Becky's mum a lot, but she is called Karen. Right, but I just feel like Becky's mum. 
Um, Prime Minister, Prime Minister, this is how long ago it was. Prime Minister David Cameron oh, agrees right. to look very carefully into Becky's case. I know. I feel like he was like that's a long time ago. It was a few prime ministers ago. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, one lasted like a day. You are, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> After uh, South Swindon MP Robert Buckland raised it in Parliament, the justice for Becky is backed by charities and pop star Ed Sheeran. Oh, good old Ed. Yeah. So what what law are they trying to change? So. I'm not really 100% sure. I think what it is, is basically all her mum wants is a petition is to get Becky's case reopened or re-examined because they know who's done it. So he's admitted to it. So really it's sort of like an open and shut case. Because he never got done for Becky's because of the confession and la la la. Yeah, Yeah. there's no evidence basically because it's just bones. So so he can't take him to court. Well, they could, but the likelihood of him getting convicted of it You've got 12 people have got to find you guilty. Yeah. And the and only that's... evidence they've got is the fact that he told them that there's a body there. Yeah. I mean, Which they can't use. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, actually. So, yeah, they've got no evidence at all. So, yeah, so I think her mum just wanted to get get it reopened and be like, look, my daughter needs justice. You need to do something, yeah. you know? So, with that, police went back to one of Christopher's properties and searched for a week. They also found a car that Chris had around the time Becky went missing. They were really trying to track this car. So it was a silver Volvo S80 and the registration number was T661LGP. A Volvo S80 means absolutely nothing to me. No, not me. Nothing at all. And also around Becky's time, he had odd jobs. He he wasn't always a taxi driver. I feel like he was like a builder at one stage. I don't know what he did. He was just sort of an odd job man. You know, he didn't really have a trade as such. So on March the 31st, 2016, Christopher is charged with the murder of Becky after his former home was searched and evidence was found. Oh, what did they I find? I know. Well, yeah, exactly. On April the 2nd, 2016, Halliway pleaded not guilty to Becky's murder. September the 5th, 2016, the trial started at Bristol Crown Court. Now, Christopher decided that he was defending himself. Why was it in Bristol, I wonder? Uh, it's not far from Bristol. Oh, is it not? I feel like that would be the biggest Crown Court. I think so. It must be, yeah. I I thought it was in London for some reason. No, not far from here, really. Um, But also as well, right, not that I I should say this, but I fucking wish I'd gone if he was defending (laughs) himself. Like, oh, my God, I'd love to have gone. That's like my, like, everyone's got a bucket list. My bucket list is to go to a murder trial every day and, like, properly, like, take notes as if I was in the jury and then decide in my head if they're guilty or not. Courts are funny, funny. I was... Bit disappointed when I went into Exeter Crown Court because um it just wasn't like you see in TV that I always expected like this big American. Did type. you go to court? What did you go to court I for? I went with Zoe about um. Well, you should put names out. <laughs> my friend. I went with my friend. She was having issues with a kid's parent. But uh, was that just a small one? Because I feel like the bigger one must got to be bigger. Is, be a the big big one. Court. But yeah. Anyway, I was disappointed. Oh. And I wasn't allowed to speak. And Aww. the judge was very stern. Yeah, they are quite stern, aren't they? Literally. They don't know shit. She said to me, she was like, whilst this proceeding is going on, you are not to talk. I was like, okay. I didn't you, know whether to answer her or not. I was just <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cry. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I was there. <laughs> so the prosecution had over 100 witnesses come forward. And that, again, was really Becky's mum because she ran out on the streets and she found people. Yeah. So not... That I want to say that all this was like, like I said, the prosecution. It was 
I mean, they did do their part and they do like look into things, but it really, I feel like it was Becky's mum. Yeah. She made everyone, she made us seem real, not like, not just a victim. Yeah. Someone's murdered. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. She made us seem real. One witness said he saw a man and a woman arguing in the pub in Victoria Street. The man chucked a drink over the woman's head. Mr. Puffer, which was the man, stood up and challenged what he now knows to be Chris to make sure that Becky was okay. So he didn't know them. He didn't know oh, Becky so and didn't know Chris. together. Yeah. He got funny. He pulled a drink over her. So this man didn't know who they were. And he now knows who they were because he's looked at pictures and yeah. he's gone, well, that's Chris and that was Becky. Did you say they were together last last episode? I can't they, remember. I, I don't like know. that's brand new information. No, this is me. brand new information. This is what I mean because I sort of half did this, all of this, and I was like, I can't put all this in one case. There's mm. too much shit going on here. Like, I'm getting confused myself. Yeah. So, yeah, so they were together. And then another witness whose name has not been released, she said, Becky would often work and Chris would visit Becky a few times a week for sex and became infatuated with her. Mrs. X said he he offered Becky money to stop working. When asked how she knew it, if it was Chris or not, she said, because I've had sex with him. Right. I mean, so he was paying for sex. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not being funny, right? Prostitutes probably do have sex with a lot of people, but I mean, mm. we can remember faces. We're not yeah. fucking stupid. Just because they're prostitutes doesn't mean they're stupid. No. I mean, they haven't got a memory. No. You know? Although I guess that will work, you know, his, his team would have used that because it was so long ago. Yeah. And... Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, so basically she knew him and he was infatuated with Becky. And like I said, he wanted her to stop working. Okay. She had a drug problem. I forget. I feel like he was probably funding some of her drug. Problem. I don't well, know what the what they I feel like he was giving her money, a lot yeah. of money, and she was still working. And I think, yeah. but he, that's why he killed. Her. I think he was pissed off with that. But, I don't know because he killed somebody else as well. So, but but then I feel like it was always in him to do it. Yeah, he got so enraged the fact that he couldn't have that girl. And again mm. with Deshaun, I guarantee you, she got in his cab and he's thinking, "I'm going to have sex with her," and she's like, "Absolutely not." And yeah. he's so pissed off that. She's, you know... He's a funny-looking bloke, isn't he? Yeah, he's not the most attractive bloke. But then you see behind that, don't you? Like, they're really unattractive and they mm. think they're God's gift. Yeah. And you're like... Some of it is confidence, though, isn't it? Not just for killers, but they say a confident guy will probably actually do better than a good-looking guy. Yeah, true. That's true, I suppose, because you've got to be able to speak to women yeah. or men or whatever yeah. floats boat. So in January 2003, other witness witnesses said... Her and Becky had met recently and had been out drinking when 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 Becky went up to a car with a taxi logo on. She was shouting and then she came back to her friend and said, look, basically, I've got to go and got went off and got in this taxi. Right. So there was, that was the last time. Yeah, so, so she'd gone up to this taxi. There'd been an argument. She'd come back down, said, I've got to go. But this friend didn't see who was in the taxi, never saw this taxi before. Right. And they were they were sort of like new friends as well. They weren't like right. old friends. It was more like, let's go for a drink, friends. Yeah. You know, like us. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher contacted the RAC as his car had broken at, bro- broken down and ran out of fuel on at 5.30 on the morning of January the 3rd, 2003. His Volvo S8 was stuck on the A361 close to Islington. So is this where this bodies is, were found? Yeah, yeah. So the police are now getting inf- all this information. Like, they couldn't before. Come on. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, put it all together. And I know it's a prosecution's job to put it together, not really the police's job. But, I mean, this is basic policing, surely, isn't it? Well, yeah. Why, why wasn't this done 
when when originally it, yeah when he yeah. first said I killed that person why don't why we see what car he had it's easy to see what car he had back yeah. then why don't we see if that car has been like if we can if we can put this car in that destination at all yeah from 2003 it does onwards it seem like it should have been done doesn't it mm-hmm yeah he also went to the doctors and told them that he had been attacked at work his right hand was swollen and he had scratches to his face neck he seemed very upset but looking in his work diary, the police show that he had no bookings from the 1st to the 4th of January. So she fought for her life. Yep. Bless yeah. Him. And it's all like, he did, I think he didn't realise, I di- didn't think he realised how good the prosecution would be mm. ha- and how much evidence they could actually get on him yeah. from all this time ago. It was said that Christopher had gone back to Becky's grave and removed her head, feet and arms. They don't Why? think it was oh, animals. Of, um, I, I don't guess, know. Why? Identifying features, maybe. Head, feet, and arms. Head, f- yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. But, yeah, but nowadays, I mean, back then, yeah, maybe. But nowadays, with the DNA that they can got, there's like a new DNA now where they can. You would have had to have dug her up then. Yeah, but I don't think that she was in a like a really big grave. So it's more of a shallow grave. Yeah, but there's some new DNA techniques out now, and I can't remember what it is. But it's where they like can use your hair. I think it's to tell exactly who you are, whereas before, I can't remember, I'd have to look it up. There's new DNA out, anyway, that I haven't looked at yet. Interesting. Cool story. (laughs) Yeah, really good story. Um, Yeah, so so he'd gone back and he'd removed it. Now, they don't think that it was animals because the rest of the body was in an an anatomical position, which I was like, anatomical? So that means it's where it should be. yeah. A spade at Christopher's home was examined and the soil on the spade matched the soil where Becky was buried. Oh, what do you know? Yeah, and that is really hard because all soil is completely different. Different, yeah. So, like, so clever with soil. They've yeah. got other people on soil and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. So, so yeah, so basically, I feel like just even with the spade and the soil, is you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, I do, personally. If I was sat in that, if I was sat and without any of this oh, ever no. evidence. So what? doesn't mean that he was... Digging. Yeah, I, I was there. I was digging for gold or something. You I know? know, I know, but I know. But you can you imagine? But they, I'm pretty sure in this trial they were allowed to say that he'd already been done for murder. I'm uh, sure they were, he must have been able to bring that up. Surely, because it's he's all already relevant, been done. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I know it's different when sort of one crime isn't relevant to what they're being tried for, but it is. Really, Sometimes it, that, it depends you know, what the judge will let in. I suppose it do, it always does depend yeah. on the judge. I think you have to you'd have to file a motion to see. But I don't know how our courts. I know American courts better than our courts. That's the problem. Yeah, because you get televised now. Yeah, yeah. It's easier to find things out. Yeah, Christopher claims it was two drug dealers that murdered Becky. He said that <laughs> yeah, I know. He said that he would drive them around and they would pay good money. He would turn a blind eye to what they were doing. It's a murder. <laughs> Literally. He said they got in his car one day and asked, do you know where we could bury a body? And he's like, man, Islington. Yeah, come with me. This guy's he, a <laughs> he then said they paid him 700 quid. He never saw him again. But what he did say was he would be able to identify him, but he wouldn't want to put the people he loved in harm away. So these two drug dealers who are capable of murdering someone left him as a witness out there because... Because he probably had the spades. I'm like, you're fucked, mate. Anyway, if I put that spade in your house. <laughs> what a loser. So anyway, yeah, I don't know who these drug dealers are, but stay away from them. Yeah, they're dangerous. 
So on September the 19th, 2016, Christopher was found guilty of the murder of Becky Goddard. He Good. smiled at everyone in court. He smiled. Yeah, and was just like, well, yeah, he got me bastard, now. He? On January 2014, S- SD Stephen Fletcher, which is a detective, is found guilty of gross misconduct. He is given this a... This is the guy that was the interview. Yeah, yeah, he's given a final written warning. So they said Fletcher's decision was not spare of the moment. He is a senior officer of the Police and Crime Evidence Act 1984 and it is a code of practice are not optional. They are fundamental. So do your fucking job right. Make sure you use the right words, basically. He ended up resigning from his post. But it was said that he was it was a very good police officer, and Becky's mum supported him throughout his throughout any decisions he made. But basically, it got too much for him, and and he ended up leaving. And I think, honest to God, I do think it had a massive impact on him. It's got to, isn't it? Becky's mum was said she was in full support for him. Um, And also, he fucked it up, didn't he? Yeah, I mean that has got to be like. It's it's not like if you're working in a coffee shop, you get an order wrong. No, exactly, exactly. You fucked up somebody. Like somebody could walk free because of something. Yeah, and you if you did. didn't get done for that other crime, yeah, he would have been he walking have been free. free yeah. Now, so Christopher, had, when they searched like his homes and stuff, so they found porn on his computer. They found paedophilia and bestiality. Oh God, he. He liked bondage and was said to have spoken to an inmate when he was convicted of robbery. He said, how many women do I have to kill to be a serial killer? And he said how he would like to strangle and rape girls. Oh my this God. was before any of this happened. And the thing is, the problem is with things like this. How many kill to be a serial killer? Uh, it depends. If you, it depends how, you, you could kill two and be a serial killer. As long as, if you're a spree killer and you kill them... If I went and killed you and him, yeah. uh, if I could kill six people in like an hour and that's You're a spree, spree killer. killer, but if I killed you and then a month later killed Tim right. and then a month later killed my Tim, I would be classed as a serial killer because, you know. Why but did yeah. I get to die first? Because you've got the biggest mouth. Okay. If I killed your Tim first, you'd tell somebody. Yeah, no. You'd be like, oh my God, you never guess what happened last night. I'd tell everyone on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking can't keep any secrets. <laughs> Um, now it's said before there might be more victims so I looked to see Mm. who meets the criteria so I was just looking at like missing girls right 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 so Linda Rosell sorry if these names are wrong so Linda Rosell had a direct link to Christopher her husband is in prison for her murder and he is claiming he is innocent Mm. so can you imagine right if he is innocent if he's innocent because he could be innocent. He's yeah. like, maybe he's not. I, but I didn't look at their, I didn't look at how she was killed mm. and how they got him. But I just feel like, I feel like, I feel like it's Christopher possible. did I don't, it. Yeah, I don't think these are probably the only people that this guy's killed. No, Claudia Lawrence went missing in 2009. No one has ever been charged with her murder, but there has been, uh, there has been an arrest made, but nobody has, no, like, I can't find who it, who it is that's is been arrested. he in prison for the rest of his life? Yeah. Because I just wonder, though, I do think it's more than likely that he killed somebody else, but because he's such a cocky bastard, I'd imagine that he'd be like, oh, yeah, I killed all these people, because he'd want the notoriety well, of being a serial killer. 
I don't know, though. I think he will one day, but I think I don't think he wants to spend his whole life in prison. That's why he was really worried about Becky's murder, because he didn't want to spend his whole life in prison, because he only got 25 years, so he knew yeah. he, could get, he was getting out. Yeah. He knew he was getting out. At some point, he was going to get out. And now he knows he's never going to get out. Mm. So, yeah, you're right. Why not come forward? But what if someone overturns that and actually everybody's allowed to get out at work at some mm. stage? Yeah. And he comes forward and says he's killed all these people and they're not yeah, killing. Yeah, it was just because you said about the serial killer thing. It just made me wonder. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I can imagine he's talking so much. But I also imagine he talks fucking bollocks. Yeah. He's probably bullshit. Yeah, exactly. So Julia, 23, from Liverpool, was found strangled to death in St. Helens Carter's Field in 1994. We don't know how the girls were murdered, do we? The... No. no. Halliwell, Halliwell was suspected of her murder last year when a witness claims he was living nearby in autumn. Halliwell, Halliwell is also suspected to be behind a number of murders closer to his hometown in Wiltshire. Now we have Sally Ann, 23, disappeared in September 1995. Her body has never been found. Sandra, Sandra, Brewin, who vanished in 1994, Tina Prayer in 2001, and and Tai Hai Nyan. Now, I could have got that wrong, that last one. The name yes. is a difficult one, isn't it? That was in 2005. All were from Wilkshire. Michelle Hughes, 25, was stabbed 19 times in 2001 after she got into a Blueford Sierra. As she lay dying... At the scene, she managed to give cops a description of her attacker. Really? And funnily enough... Who does it match? Yeah. I think EFITs are very hard to work with, but if you've got one from the victim mm. and it does look like somebody like this, yeah, he is known to be a killer. Like, I wish he would just come in town and tell us. So that's just a few. There's so many more, but you can't probably link him to all of the other ones no. no and I mean look? it doesn't mean that he's done these either does it no but it's I've got suspicious. a lot of the, this information like I went on to Reddit Reddit fan you know you love Reddit don't and you? then went on to it and then they were linking all these people and saying how they link some of them like no links it's just the fact that he was living close by yeah and that happened but like but then look at um Sean she was a uh, opportunity uh, yeah victim of opportunity yeah no she was she? yeah 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 and I honestly don't believe I don't believe, I, if she hadn't got in his car, I don't think he would have murdered anyone that night. If no one would have got in his car, I don't think he would have gone and snatched someone off the street. No, if nobody I don't think in. he was like that. No. I think he liked them to come to him. Yeah. And I think he got greedy, but I honestly don't think there is two, to only two victims. I wonder if they, because um, you can scan, can't you, and find out if bodies are buried, if they've yeah. done that, where they found Sean and Becky. Just to see. Mm. Yeah. Well, a lot of these people, a lot of these women, there's only a few that are missing and not been found. A lot of them like were stabbed or strangled. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, he's an asshole. But anyway, yeah. yeah, that wasn't a massively long one. But I couldn't do it all in one. Like I said, when I finished it, I was finishing the, the first episode. I was doing it like six in the morning and I thought, oh, no, just have to put a little bit more in just yeah. about Becky. And then I realised how much information there was about Becky. I was like, I can't do that all in one. And they deserve like their own yeah. hour. So what, what did he get hour. then? So he got, so he again was um, sentenced to life in prison and this one with, with, without parole. So he's, he's in there forever now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play you the clip that I wanted to play. I didn't want to play it in the midst of it all because he's an absolute prick. And if you want to listen, listen. But he's just an arrogant asshole, basically. The thing is, 
If I can clear this up, in the next few hours, will everything else be forgotten? I'll get charged with this, and if I'm guilty, I'll get natural. Yeah. I mean, not being found 50 now, but <laughs> 25 years to go. So chances are looking good as it is. Yeah. Um, if I write this up in the next few hours, any other charges against me that will be brought, there's a it's a past, I think you probably know about various things in, in the past, there's car thefts, break-ins, bits and pieces, and um, some more serious. Will that, will clearing this up be enough to stop everything else? I don't want to keep coming back every couple of years on a different charge all the time. So what I'm saying is, if I can clear this up in the next few hours, will everything else be forgotten? Because at the end of the day, when we get sent to it, I'm just going to go look at the go turn the lock and say, flip it, you're done. Right, so what's up? Saying is, okay, I can resolve the matter, but I don't want you coming back every couple of years, every five years, every ten years, whatever. If this, with this, with this, with something like As if, if it goes to court and I'm found guilty, that's it. You're locking up and throwing away the key. And then the other not stupid. So basically, there, he wants them to not be able to bring any more charges against him He's forever. Such a He's like, I'll say, I'll tell you what you want me to say, but you got to promise me now that we, you can't ever bring any more charges yeah. to me again. Fuck like, off. Like he's trying to, like, he's just trying to control the situation. I know. That's what I mean, and that's why he won't say anything because I guarantee you he's got more murders. Mm. And he's, but I think that control of having him and people speculating yeah. is better for him yeah. than actually telling people. But I imagine if he leaves a deathbed confession, there's going to be a lot on there. Mm. Definitely going to hit two well, pages. How dare he just sit there and be like, look. This is my way or the highway. I know. And he's such an arrogant arsehole. You can't do me yeah. for things. It's a fuck off. I know. He's such an arrogant ass. But honestly, I cannot believe we didn't know this case. How do no. we not know this case? No. We did try and find the audio that we said from... Well, I can. We? It's so difficult. But, um, about his daughter. I think is I've watched it as well. In a documentary, I've watched it. Yeah. I can't tell you but what But we can't find it. So. Not that I can't tell you. Like, I yeah. won't tell you. I honestly don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so it was his daughter, wasn't... You said she went on TV and tried to sort of... Um, she plead, didn't she, to get her, her dad to say, you know... <laughs> Sorry, Bryony's showing me her hands here. Like, they're the most amazing <laughs> things she's ever seen in her life. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, it's amazing, Brady. Well done. Does that mean well, I need to drink more water? Yeah, drink more water. Does that what it means? Yeah. But anyway, anyway, for those of you because you can't see Brian, stop playing with your hands, you weirdo. I said if we filmed ourselves, see what people would see. And you'd see all our editing because fuck me, man. Oh, there's so much of it. <laughs> so much. <laughs> like, if we went raw. Oh, my God. <laughs> It'd be funny, yeah. Because I'm half like, are we half into doing something? And then I'm like, la, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Other than just playing with her hand, she's taken my bracelet off me and put it on her. All <laughs> <laughs> while recording, see, I'm good at it. I'm good at being a thief. <laughs> I'm just hoping she'll forget because I really like this bracelet, and I, she has promised me it for years. <laughs> she won't give it to I'll me. Leave it to you, my will. Yeah, I'm hoping that's. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but yeah so anyway so that was the case of becky and sean very an sad case one. And I, yeah i would bet money that he's you know he's murdered somebody oh, yeah. else somewhere he's on it but anyway thank you oh sorry i was just about to like 
Yeah, wrap thanks it for up. listening. Bye. I was just thinking, I wonder what kind of boyfriend he was, whether he like Oh no, apparently he was quite like attentive and sweet oh, really? and caring. He had a few wives. He had two like definitely two different wives. I think he had one money killed one one of the girls and then he had like a new one. Oh, but right. yeah, I think he was quite like sweet, attentive. But they always are. Mm. They always are. What was I listening to the other day? I was listening to a case and he was a serial killer. And his girlfriend, he had for years and years and years, mm. apart from they didn't have sex, she was just a bit like, well, well, you know, mm. you know, whatever. Yeah, like you said, BTK, he was a family guy, wasn't he? Yes, yeah, what I mean. They, a lot of them can have, like, that's what they do. That's how they get away with it. Otherwise, mm. if you've not got a girlfriend or a wife or something like that, and you're not, you know, mm. that's you're not going to get away with it because people are going to look at you more suspiciously yeah. if you're some guy driving around the streets yeah. all day and all night. But if you're driving around the streets and you've got a wife, yeah. sometimes they'll with you, sometimes they're not. Yeah. Well, and this serial killer, he... Um, I can't remember what podcast it was on. It was either on... I don't want to name both of them and get one wrong because I feel like they deserve... Because it's really good. I've never heard of this serial killer. I'll have to have a look and I'll tell you next episode. But he... Um, can't remember what I'm saying now. Yeah, so she would. She was a prostitute. She would work nights, mm. and he would. She thought he was lovely because he would stay up all night mm. and um, then sleep in the day with her. Yeah. Or, but he'd also run around in the day for her doing stuff as well. So he was just his best boyfriend ever. But actually, what he was doing was like he liked to have the victims with him, like in his house. What dead? Or... Yeah, oh. he liked to like play with them, oh. like he yeah. Very strange. Mm. I can't remember what his name was. I, I, I'll have a look in a minute because we're going to record the next episode now mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what podcast it was. But yeah, it's really interesting. I've never heard of him before. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, and he just liked to, and his wife or girlfriend had no idea. No. She just thought he was a little bit strange. A bit but, odd, yeah. You know, it's all right. He's you know, a bit strange. They all are. Yeah. Yeah. No, very, very um, odd. I don't know. Maybe your Tim's a murderer. <laughs> Probably is to be fair. <laughs> that's why. That's why you keep pulling the slabs up in the garden. <laughs> I'm like Tim. You need to put that one down properly. He's like, no, leave it. Leave it wobbly. Do <laughs> you leave that wobbly? I'm like, okay. <laughs> we have got a few wobbly ones. See, that's what he does. It's over him or Finley. I don't know which one. So, well, anyway, well, thank you for listening. No, that was a good case. We've got another two to record. Yeah. One down, two to go Woo-woo. in one day. Look at us. Look at out. you. I'm not doing any of it. I'm just sat here listening. I did find one, though. That was a lucky find. That was a lucky find. I've obviously written it out and thought I'll do it one day. I don't even know if it's finished. This could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.